You're listening to the RNR podcast with your host Richa and Rina. Hello, hi, welcome back to the RNR podcast, season three, episode sixteen. I think it's sixteen. Yeah. Um. So, like we said last time, this episode is basically going to be about what started out as the Writers Guild strike. Um, it has evolved since then, but um, you know, it's really it's really done stuff. Yeah. Um, so I guess to explain to individuals who aren't well aware, so the writer's strike, um, it was okay, the writers, they have a union and they went on strike on May 2nd. And it's been a couple months since then, but maybe within the last few weeks the actors ended up striking too mm-hmm. so now they're both striking together um and I think it's incredibly significant and I think it's really important we talk about it because you and I we talk a lot about media and content and stuff like that but I think it's also important to know what is going on and to be in support of the strike um like I am very I guess learning about what's been going on what they've been trying to get the executives at the streaming companies to agree with it's been kind of crazy yeah um, um knowing what the issues are and seeing the fact that like a lot of the proposals that the writers have been issuing to these um writers and actors i mean it did start out with writers and then it evolved yeah. since then but i think someone posted on twitter of the proposals that the writers were trying to give to um i believe um they were negotiating with the alliance of motion picture and television producers yeah Uh producers and a lot of the proposals they basically all got rejected and there's even one about like treating writers with like respect and like and they rejected they're like yeah like it's kind of crazy and like I'm not I'm not a fan yeah I I did see um that I did end up seeing the one that the actors have proposed to and it's like kind of crazy like Mm -hmm. they really rejected all of it because Mm -hmm. they thought oh these these creatives don't deserve respect apparently yeah and like which is crazy I think like okay I think the fact I I'm I was not aware of how badly writers and actors were treated and basically not paid for and you know when you consider like writers and actors sometimes like you think of like really the really big people the people who basically made it but the thing is that the majority of the people in these industries are small-time writers small-time background actors who didn't really who basically rely on the union to help them Mm -hmm. and and they're and what's happening is that a lot of these different companies are taking advantage of writers and taking advantage of actors so the big points when it comes to what's happening with the strike is, as we've talked about uh, off recording, when we weren't recording, but a lot of it comes down to using AI when it comes to replicating how an actor looks and using them and other stuff that they didn't, they didn't really agree to do. And then basically writers don't want to be, um, they don't want to be replaced with chat GD or whatever that, you know, AI chat thing is. Mm-hmm and like and it's crazy because I think in the last couple of months before the writers went on strike I've I've been on Twitter I'm not really on 
I'm not in Twitter right now just because like I'm kind of busy right now with you and with your moving but like um but I've been seeing certain blue check marks talk amazing stuff about AI and this and that and like it's when you really think about it AI is very dangerous like I mean on Twitter for example I've been seeing a lot of fan artists have their works recreated with AI but just kind of plagiarizing their work uh -huh. and these AI bros being like oh I made this but you didn't you used AI and basically that AI plagiarized someone else's work and that's where I first no noticed how kind of bad AI was yeah um but then you know when it comes to for example Spider-Verse first of all they didn't use AI animators hand drew Spider-Verse but they had a tool that was AI created, help them efficiently create their works by hand. And so I agree with that usage of AI because it's a tool that the animators had to use because it was able to help them, but not using AI to actually create the art. And to steal it. And like, I know like a lot of teachers are like seeing like kind of the repercussions of people using like chat GPT and like, you know, plagiarizing and like, in plagiarizing yeah in school plagiarizing like certain material and having basically an outside person like create something for you and that's not good obviously it, but yeah um so as we mentioned this strike started may 2nd and uh you know by the time this episode comes out it's actually going to be a full three months since the strike started and um i'm basically on the wiki page for this the the 2023 writers guild of america strike and um yeah uh so they have this thing called the minimum basic agreement mba and it was it and it had become a collective bargaining agreement that covered most of the work done by wga and basically this established a minimum wage for television and film writers um and but the problem is is that like during the last writer's shake was it was in 2007 i believe 2006 2007 so since then like streaming has literally exploded like we have a lot more streaming services with a lot more um series movies whatnot going straight to streaming instead of being broadcasted or shown in films first and not even just broadcasted a lot of these services are also creating original content on these streaming services yeah and some of it's not even going to cinema not even like being shown on these broadcasted television shows or in theaters yeah and so the thing is that the minimum basic agreement of only apply to those who wrote for broadcast television shows and not for streaming television so I'm wiki is showing like the difference between um that with the late night show with with Stephen Colbert by CBS versus the problem with Jon Stewart which is produced for streaming by Apple TV the writers who work for the problem are not covered by MBA and therefore had to negotiate individually with streaming company for their pay. And as a result, they are paid less than the writers who wrote for the late night show while doing the same exact work. And like, you know, you, I've been seeing like ever since the strike had started, I've been seeing first starting off with the writers showing the paychecks they've been getting from their works what paychecks they're yeah, not exactly nothing. most of the time they get cents right they get like every week they get like some cents right or a dollar and something right yeah and that is that is like you're how do you live off of that right you can that's exactly um so the mba actually expired on may 1st and i think that's basically why they they just hit the strike on may 2nd because this thing like expired 
yeah. this year. And so what happens is that every single writer on broadcast or on streaming platforms would have no leverage to be able to negotiate with these, these, um, you know, these higher ups. So they had to go on strike because they had no, because they weren't willing to provide for them, basically. Yeah. So um, basically, um, it says here that May 18, 2023, 87 or no, 97.85% of the members of the Writers Guild of America voted to go on strike if they failed to reach a satisfaction agreement with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, mm-hmm. uh, which represents most of the uh, major films and television studios in Hollywood yeah. by May 1st. Um, and obviously, as we know, all, you know, these negotiations basically didn't like go through. Yeah. Didn't like it wasn't satisfaction for mm-hmm. the writers. Yeah. And um, they've been going on strike since. Um, and so whenever I like I was still going to school at this point, whenever I would like, you know, take the bus to go to UCLA, I would pass these studios and I would see the writers basically walking with their picket signs and people would be honking in support. And so they've been doing that for like three months and uh, it takes a lot of guts to do it. Um, There's currently a fund going around so that those going on strike would be able to like, you know, live, continue to um, live. Yeah. So um, entertainment community fund. Yes. And so obviously we'll be linking that with this episode. But um, I think what's really interesting is that the actors ended up going on strike. Yeah. And after the writers went on strike, a lot of people started talking about how like AI is is kind of ruining the arts, okay? 100%. Especially when you're using it to, when you're u- quote unquote using AI to create art, aka plagiarizing art, you are taking everyone's job away. You are like not even, an artist isn't actually creating the stuff that you're watching. You're watching something that's supposed to replicate human behavior, human artistry, and it's not even good, right? Um, and so what ended up happening is that the actors ended up voting to go on strike too, because they, um, they had some agreements. They wanted the motion pictures association, whatever to agree with, and obviously they rejected it. And one of the issues in things that they rejected was this idea and concept that for the motion pictures association, the studio would, would, I don't know, take pictures of someone's face or render the face in 3D and basically use it forever and pay that person once, right? But they would have ownership of that person's face and could use it. And and the studios want, want to do that. Obviously, the actors don't want to do that. And, you know, it's very dystopian is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, It's like, like people started saying that this is basically a Black Mirror episode, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. it is quite awful it's not yeah and like the end result the only people who benefit from doing this is the is are these institutions and companies because what happens is that they're the ones who end up basically um it's cheaper for them to do this like they don't want to pay these people at all yeah and like i don't know you like owning someone's face like that's kind of scary isn't it like like uh and that person not being um paid for their face being used in all these things like that is scary as well because they don't know what where their face is going right Mm -hmm. um and maybe in some productions they don't want their face to be in it but their face is because someone else owns it and that's very that is very scary it's scary not to have any control over your autonomy and it's owned by a company like that's not fair um so yeah 
So the actors, um, S-A-G-A-F-T-R-A, has gone on strike alongside the WGA. A lot of um, a lot of late night TV shows, a lot of actors um, have decided to walk and just um, go go on strike as well, which is very nice. Yeah, and um, I just want to say that. Uh, so basically, a lot of these actors and actresses they can't promote their current project. Is what you know this, I think. Yeah. But uh, for example. Uh, let's talk about Barbie and Oppenheimer because um, they are in theaters currently. Um, they might have gone on these interview shows, like, for example, let's say Wired, um, Autocomplete Interview, a lot of actors and actresses go on that. If they were supposed to go on it after the strike happened, okay, they canceled, okay, they can't go on it anymore. But if they went before the strike, these these accounts can post it still mm -hmm. and so if you're seeing these interviews like maybe being released today or after like maybe in a week or two it's because they probably recorded it before the strike happened mm -hmm. and um and that isn't scabbing okay yeah um, that isn't going against it because if they did it before the strike happened then that's fine but if they did it after the strike happened that would technically be scabbing yeah so um i just an example uh john boyego was on last meals um yes in on mythical kitchen and i think in the in the description they explicitly said that um you know they recorded this before the strike happened yeah um and you know he was promoting the movie that he was in um they, at the time but yeah yeah so yeah and so um so i've been seeing some obviously actors like videos being posted of these actors and actresses promoting stuff but obviously Personally, I know that it wasn't done beforehand. Mm -hmm. And I also just want to say that, like, for some YouTube accounts, for example, you and I watch new rock stars. I think we've talked about it, them on this channel or whatever on this uh, on our podcast. But they um they are a YouTube channel that absorbs superhero movies, TV shows and stuff and presents it to an audience. They aren't paid to do that. But um by the guidelines of the strike they are technically news or entertainment journalists and technically don't uh they don't have to stop for now mm -hmm. right yeah um and so it's been nice to see but uh the like uh they've been showing that like oh we can do this um but if they tell us to stop we will stop yeah know? that's nice yeah um also i know like one of the things that I know you and I were both curious about is should we stop like watching these movies, stop watching these TV shows and stuff? And they have not explicitly said that we should stop consuming this media and consuming like all these different things. But if they do say that we should, we will certainly stop. And also another thing that's mentioning here on the wiki page is that Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg also spoke of his support of the strike during a panel at the Millican Institution. And um, at the time, I mean, I, I love that he mentioned it because he, you know, he's been on different things, music videos, like TV shows, movies. Yeah. I think technically he's an, he's part of the union, I want to say. Mm -hmm. And but, he, you know, the first the first thing that he's kind of known for is being like a musician. And I'm wondering if it's possible for musicians to go on strike <laughs> and like music, like producers, writers, like because I feel like you know, people are going to start using AI to write songs. And like, you know, the music industry isn't very good about paying people. You know, Spotify only pays you like 0. 0.0001 cent for like 
one stream one stream or whatever and like that is a very that's very bad and like if you start doing this like what else is going to happen like and you know a lot of other industries are also going on strike Mm -hmm. as all like ups um yeah yeah and the thing is first of all i've been wanting that maybe this is a separate episode but i just want to say for now that i've been wanting the music industry to go on strike for a while but the problem is i don't know if they have a union i don't know if they're able to go on strike because our different artists writers they're part of different like producing studios and like yeah. different like companies and, and so so do they have a union that combines everyone together so they can vote on this sort of mm-hmm. thing or um like i mean it's so i don't know but i maybe in the future maybe at a time i would love it that they would sh- i would love that they would strike because everything that's happening in the entertainment business right now is affecting all of the arts yeah 100% and i think it's very concerning that that's happening because i think the arts are so important and but the problem is that you have those in power who don't actually care about the arts they're not the ones creating the arts but they somehow make money off the arts they profit off the arts they make a lot more money than any of these other people do yeah and they somehow think that oh their work doesn't matter I can find a replacement so I can earn more and mm-hmm. that's very dangerous um I mean let me talk about Disney for one thing like I mean what they they just did a couple days ago that I saw is that they are looking to hire these AI people to like make like quote-unquote art right and they're paying like 100 to 180k which is a lot lot. which is a lot of money actually and basically what they're doing is that they're looking for people to scab and they're going to hire them to create stuff for them and I really don't like that Mm -hmm. because because you're asking these people to plagiarize others work and you're not using human labor to actually make art and I think one of the things that make that makes art art is the fact that it's human right Mm -hmm. for example okay let me talk about this I'm I know I'm talking a lot but like Mm -hmm. but um secret invasion Uh, let's talk about that don't even get me started let's talk about that okay first episode intro they used AI they used I didn't we haven't watched it but like someone put a clip on Twitter it looks so bad yeah and it's like it it did look really bad and like someone i I wasn't even gonna watch the show because I wasn't interested. Yeah. But when I learned that they used the entire introduction screen and and when they put like when they put people's names and stuff, like they used AI to make that entirely. I was like, this just looks awful. This is awful. I'm not gonna watch it. And um, you know, obviously it turned out the show wasn't great and people hated it. I mean, that's other people's opinions, but you know, I mean it makes sense to me right um Mm -hmm. and so the fact that a company like marvel who's owned by disney made something like that it doesn't surprise me but that disney is willing to you know cut some corners cut some corners and not not actually work to pay their writers and actors i mean it makes sense or vfx like yes animators like these people are you know for like a supernatural or like kind of like out of world sort of concept 
you're relying on those people and they're not being paid enough to do any of this yeah and the thing is vfx artists and animators they're not they're in a separate union and they haven't gone on strike yet but I, but I do hope that eventually yeah. they do um but that may be as another time but yeah um so it it does make me upset that people like disney are looking to not want to negotiate with writers and actors in order to just you know make their stuff like make their art again because if you're willing to because for example after 2008 after they like renegotiate their stuff and they and the writers and act, writers ended up going back to work you know media was nice you know it, they there's a lot of like good stories good shows and movies that ended up coming out in 2008 2009 and people took notice of that right mm. like in the 2007 strike um when every like, when the writers went on strike a lot of reality shows ended up make, being made because they, they obviously couldn't use scripted work and um but once the strike was resolved a lot of nice things came out a lot of well-written thought-provoking things were created and I have a feeling that once that's done here, maybe we'll see that again, mm -hmm. right? I have a feeling the strike is going to go on a lot longer. Apparently, the last one was like 90 days. And, you know, today's the 89th day of the strike. And obviously, this episode is going to be released a couple days later. So we're going to, we're going to, the strike is going to go on a lot longer. And, um, and these production companies, they're obviously not happy. Uh, and, you know, based off of the news warner brothers is willing to go beyond the law in order to do that and what they, do you mean they're, they're the ones who cut the trees oh cut yeah the leaves. tree law yeah tree law so like if, if there was a heat wave in la and the trees were offering shade to the strikers and warner brothers did not like this so they basically went out and basically cut the leaves and the, the, shade, branches. the branches off of the trees so they don't offer any shade at all to the the people striking but you're not it, allowed to do that because it's under city law and you'd have to get permission from the city to cut them and it was not on warner brothers property or anything like that so i think they're going to be hit with a fine not that i think they already were but um you know tree law worked it worked yeah um but yeah there and then like some other like production companies and people are saying that they're going to wait until like October or something so these people can be like out of homes and like yeah you know homeless and like and you're willing to go you're willing to go through this effort and basically risk the livelihoods and the lives of these writers and actors for your own gain like is that not inhumane I know it's really awful and I just want to say that like in recent times, these executive CEOs and what, they're earning 300 times what their minimum wage like, writers are making. And that's that's not right. Mm -hmm. And um, and these writers, they're not like, some of these writers have won Emmys. Some of these actors have won Oscars. And they're not, they're not paying being paid what they deserve to be paid yeah. because all their stuff is going straight to streaming or they're being they're supposed to be paid by these streaming companies and it's just not enough yeah and i want to say first of all that like um maybe if you do a quick google search you see a number and you're like oh i don't care about this writer's strike because they're paying this much which is what google is showing but that's not right right yeah because those numbers that they're showing is something that's like i think I saw this on Twitter, which is why I'm mentioning it, because this person was like, I don't care they're earning this much, but that's not that's true. That's a very specific writer. It's yeah. not, it's not for like 
writers who are going on streaming or like who are working for these streaming companies. It's a writer who is working 40 hours a week, who has a basically like a very consistent like job and like who is maybe being broadcasted maybe before that that MBA law was was um, revoked. Yeah. And so so a lot of writers like, you know, they're they're in poverty. Okay. And I've seen interviews of writers saying that like I'm in poverty and I've earned an Emmy, right? But it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Not to mention, I want to talk about actors too. You know how many um there's like 125,000 actors in the actors union, right? Oh, cool. So it's consistent of not only these big time actors that we see in these premieres and who's who are household names. But there are a lot of background actors, too, who have to join the union, obviously, so they can get benefits. Um, but many, many of those who are in these the actors union, for example, only 87 percent of them earn below twenty thousand yeah. dollars a year. I think I told you this a couple weeks ago, but I saw that statistic and, you know, obvi- I support the union. But I support them even more learning about that because I think it's crazy that like the majority of 87% of those in the actors union earn less, only earn less than $20,000 a year. And so you see these big time actors, like let's say Robert Downey Jr. I, I'm, you know, he's one of the Dwayne the Rock Johnson um, who earn millions of dollars a year right but that is so that is such an outliner mm-hmm. to basically everyone else in the union yeah. and it doesn't um and so saying that like oh i don't want i don't care about the actors because they earn a lot is not is not actually true because it's not represent because represent, most of them right? most of them actually do not earn a lot and not to mention there's a pay disparity between genders as well so me saying that typically men get paid millions is not always going to be true for women either even if they're the top names and like uh race disparity yeah there's always race disparities too Mm -hmm. but that should be considered in the conversation but in general many like majority of the actors aren't getting paid anyway especially when their content is being put in these these streaming sites either you know um that reminds me of a court case you remember um when the Black Widow movie came out, Scarlett oh, yeah. Johansson, like, she sued, like, Netflix or something. Or no, not Netflix, Disney. Disney, because her her movie went, like, it was, in mov- it was in theaters, but then they also put it on streaming services. And she didn't get paid for the movie being put on streaming services. So she, like, sued Disney, I think. Yes. Do you, um, I think that, that's how it went. Yeah, um, you're right. And I, from my understanding, a lot of people weren't surprised, but... The thing is, it was a big risk because she she is part of an industry. She's uh, She's been in many movies before Black Widow movie came out. And she essentially... It wasn't she like took part, a risk, basically. Yeah, but it wasn't part of her contract. So, like, you know, I think they settled. But, like, it was definitely, like... A big it, deal. It was a big deal. Like, I think it really, like, led to where we are today in terms of, like people not being paid when their stuff is on streaming services and like AI being used. And I think that was, someone mentioned that, oh, this might have been like the catalyst for the strike we're seeing. That's interesting. Um, I wouldn't disagree because I remember when this was happening, a lot of people were like, wow, she's taking a huge risk because now she won't be able to work with Disney because she did this. But um, it 
it was definitely important to do that, I think, because um, a lot of these services like Disney, for example, they don't tell you when if they're going to put on streaming services or not. Yeah, and she was being taken advantage of. And like, you know, she I think rightfully she did. I think it's it was right for her to sue. I don't know if she's been employed with them since. I, I mean, I don't think so because her character essentially died. So like, yeah, I don't know how that would work. But um, I mean, Disney has other movies that are coming out, but yeah um but um that also reminds me we were talking about this before we recorded but you know the Lindsay mcguire movie um from way back when one of the actors in the movie he posted a paycheck that he received because in 2019 because the movie was put on streaming sites and he got zero dollars why did they send a check that cost more than like just telling him he didn't earn anything i don't know it just it looks bad okay it just maybe it was um I don't know why they did that but the fact that you earn zero dollars in residual residual even when your movie's on a streaming site makes no sense to me it really makes no sense to me people rely on like getting money when there's when their tv shows movies get put out and they they can receive revenue when it's being put on these broadcasts like I don't know it's just like it's just zero dollars that's like that's crazy mm-hmm. yeah but um I I just I honestly hope they 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 succeed and I'm you know what I'm also hoping I'm hoping that the directors guild joins joins them but here's the problem the problem is that the directors guild wasn't entirely supportive of the writers guild first going on strike why um because here's the thing directors i mean first of all i guess they earn a lot but second of all i guess they work closely with these studios um but um so they weren't always in support of the strike which i don't enjoy or like because anyway the point is that here's the thing when HBO like made their new website for their sh- new streaming service, which is Max, which is um, not a good name anyway, they had they made a whole web page that had the names of the creators. You know how streaming services they usually have categories of like who the creator is, who the director is, yeah. who the actors are. They didn't have that. They just had creators and they had the names, and that it's clearly part of a certain provision or guidelines that you need to separate like the directors actors writers into the certain categories so you know who created it right Mm -hmm. but they didn't do that they just put creators and they raised a huge ruckus about it because it went against it went against their guidelines and their what they wanted this actually reminds me of the fact that like there's i think it was oppenheimer they actually didn't list like 80% of the VFX, like people who worked on the movie. Wait, this is a separate issue. This Sorry. Is, okay. But, but it just reminds me of the fact that like the strike is going on. There's a lot of people going on strike and like, you know, at a time when you should be crediting people to your work, because these are people who are working overtime uh, to make sure that this movie comes out on time. You're not crediting like 80% of them. Like what's going yeah, on? I don't know what's going on with Nolan because he is he's not in favor right like no he is in favor of the strike that's the thing is he the one who didn't put down the name of the vfx artist because that's weird yeah i don't know 
that's the thing yeah um so anyway my original point is that like the director's guild like you know created a huge ruckus and hbo ended up changing that right back to like oh directors actors writers but like the thing is that if you don't do something if you don't strike they're like uh, streaming companies are going to continue to do something like that they're going to continue to overstep those guidelines yeah overstep those boundaries Mm -hmm. and the director's guild isn't going to have the leverage that they need to like maybe make like do something like that and so i think it's i think it would be a good idea if the director's guild went on strike but the thing is they're the most conservative group of of those in the arts that need to strike I hope that the VFX the artists and animators strike um, because they're certainly being overworked and they aren't compensated enough at all. Yeah. Um, especially with the Oppenheimer thing that I learned recently too. Literally doesn't make any sense. Does Nolan know about that? Who knows? But it is the wrong move. It yeah. was not good. Yeah. Um. Anyway, hoping that this strike, there's only positive outcomes out of the strike. And that, like, you know, these institutions and companies start to, I don't know if they'll see reason, but, like, something's got to give. They're running out of stuff to put out anyway. Yeah. So, at some point, content is going to get dried up. Content that you created, like, months ago before the strike even happened is going to start drying up. And so, you know, that comment you made earlier that uh, some executive was going to was saying something about how we're going to wait until they're homeless. We're going to wait until they their livelihood was crushed, this and that. Yeah. You know, when they say things like that, it makes me think that, oh, they're at the end of their line. Okay, they're just saying these things in order to get, a, get certain attention to put pressure on the writers to go back to work. Yeah, they're being, they're using media. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of these media companies are owned by these other, like, um, production companies that yes. are against the strike like, yeah so maybe you'll see an article out there talking about oh what's been stopping what's stopped production since the strike has happened and some of these articles are going to try to get you angry because they want you to be upset at the writers or actors for striking instead of the streaming services or the production companies for not willing to provide compensation for the work that they're doing and so they want you to get mad at the wrong thing. They want misdirected, misguided anger, basically. Yeah. And that's and that is a strategy. Okay. That's that's not a it's not a ethical strategy. It's not very a moral com- strategy, but it is something that they're willing to do because yeah. they don't want to, they're not willing to put in the effort or the money for the work to be produced. Yeah, they're already treating them badly, like this the fact that they're willing to go that low does not surprise me they have already gone lower if anything um with how little they're being paid and the fact that they're getting paid zero dollars um but yeah hoping for better things hoping for a brighter future for everyone on strike uh not only these artists but also everyone else Uh, i know the people um i think there's like a hotel union that's going on strike as well so yeah um, yeah and you know, that reminds me, a lot of different, like, industries are going on strike, and it just continues to remind me that, like, ever since, like, maybe we've had our shutdown, like, with COVID, like, since 2020, there has been 
something has changed and people are being taken advantage of essentially that's always been a thing yeah but I feel like it's gotten worse you know and and these executive I don't I don't know if you remember but in the last couple of years someone said something about how you know since 2020 billionaires millionaires have been earning tons of money right more tons of money right and I don't exactly know why or where it's coming from but they're earning tons of money while the rest of us are not earning anything and I think this is the repercussion of that basically and it's essentially a system in an economic situation where the rich are getting richer the poor are getting poorer and you cannot live in a quality of life you cannot live in a good state in situation if you don't compensate people for the work that they're doing Mm -hmm. and um this is the repercussion of that essentially you gotta pay people for what they're doing in their labor and work and this and that like you not these executives who are just they're not the ones going out there and like working and helping people and stuff and that reminds me like essential workers were basically people who were working in the grocery stores and like in hospitals and stuff like that and they they haven't gotten a pay raise people are going back to calling their line of work as like just um I forgot what the word that they use but like they're going back they're not essential workers anymore they're just like low intelligence jobs or like I forgot what they called it specifically but like low skilled yeah low skilled jobs they're not low skilled they're the ones who are keeping you like going when the rest of the economy and everyone else was like at home and stuff they're the ones who had to go out and like like work and now you're going back to basically taking them for granted like that's not okay yeah and let me just say the arts was also what kept us going during this time as well and so it just going in a circle now I guess going back to my our original point like now we're seeing the repercussion of all this happening because the arts weren't being compensated with the writer strike and the actor strike mm-hmm. um people aren't being compensated for what they're going through and what they're doing um and now we're seeing the yeah. strike happen and so this is just what happens when you don't you don't properly compensate people for what they do or give them benefits yeah mm-hmm. and so you know, I guess my end were ending words to this is that I honestly hope that the writers and actors get everything that they want because they need to be compensated. And I don't think current streaming services have been recon- have been considered um, in their provisional payments. You know, like uh, streaming has become so huge in the last like decade. You know, it's it's really exploded, and I don't think the industry has been able to consider that mm-hmm. at all. And yeah. I want the writers and actors to get what they deserve. Yeah. Uh, same thing. Um, I don't think it's fair that these executives and these companies are making millions and millions of dollars on the backs of these actors and writers. Uh, and then they're not the ones who are being paid for doing all the work. It's these executives. It's these high level um, employees of these specific companies uh, who are getting paid more and they're not the ones who are putting this work out you know it's not it's not them who are doing the hard work it's everyone else mm-hmm. and it's not fair that they're the ones who get paid millions have these like six yacht yacht um yachts yachts I don't own one so I don't even know how to say it <laughs> and like like they have second homes they got summer homes vacation plans and like these 
these writers, these actors are in poverty. They're being paid less than like their minimum wage. They're living in garages. And that's a real thing. Like, yeah, certain they've earned Emmys and they're living in poverty. Like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And they have second jobs and these and the fact that these executives and CEOs feel very comfortable taking advantage of them and basically like being okay with like them not being paid a lot is very inhumane, immoral and it's just not like fair. I feel like I feel like the United States needs to get involved. It needs to basically like pass like something like a workers rights like bill, you know, in order for them to be properly paid for. Like it's not fair that they have to go on strike and there's nothing that these companies like there's no repercussion for the fact that, that the companies are stealing work, st- like stealing money, stealing labor, stealing I don't know it's like yeah I just I don't think a, I like that there's a strike going on but there needs to be more like there needs to be policy and laws rather than just guidelines because there's no like punishment if these laws are being like you know broken you know so anyway that's those are my final thoughts do you have anything else I think I did have something earlier but now I don't remember but um you know, I'm, here's the thing. I'm going to continue watching stuff on the streaming services because, because if you watch things and you give these things like the viewership, like this is what happens in music, right? You listen to someone, something completely and that's counted as a stream, right? In, on the streaming sites, I want to watch something and count it as a stream so that those who have created it earn the money to do it. Let me talk about Good Omens for a second so I can give my final thoughts. It's on Amazon Prime. Second season had just come out. You and I are currently watching it. And I'm watching it on Amazon Prime because I want those who created the show to earn the money so they can create another show and that the company knows that, oh, people are watching this. Therefore, I'm going to put money and and have them create a season three. And I think if you're listening to this and you're a little confused on what you should do, I think that in order for these writers and actors to have to demand, have demand and the leverage with their streaming uh, with these streaming services, you need to watch something in the proper site without any VPN so that they can get the numbers so they can um, continue to do the work and earn from the work that they created if that makes sense. So don't use VPN, go on these official sites and watch something so that the actors and writers and the VFX and animators, they can earn properly from the work that they've created. You know what I mean? You you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, the same thing with music, like you have to pre-save a song in order for companies to know that, hey, this person has a very high demand. And you have to like, for example, with Spotify, you have to at least listen to 30 seconds of a song so that it can earn a stream and that the the lyricist, the producers, the composer, um, the actual artist earns from their music. It's the very same thing with the streaming, this content, these TV shows, these movies. If you go on the proper site and you watch it, they will earn from it. Um, and that's just one of what I want to say because... Um, Certain people, they use VPN because they have to, but if you cannot, if if you just don't use VPN and you go to the proper sites where these 
these um, TV shows and movies are on, you will help these um, actors and writers earn from their work. And that's what I want to say, basically. There is currently, there is no uh, consumer boycott right now. But if there has to be one, they will announce it. Um, and so I urge you to like keep up with them social, like via social media so that you know if there will be a consumer boycott. But for now, it would be best to go on these like proper sites and give them the viewership so they can earn from their work. And that's what I have to say. Yeah, let's support them. Uh, we'll also link uh, the donation fund in the description of this episode. So yeah, thanks for listening. And support the strikes. Okay, bye. Bye.